Y'all know the tune. Come on, D'Angelo. Y'all already know the tune. It's 12 p.m. We getting ready to write, to rock. Uh, excuse me. Real life, real talk nation. Yo, stand up. It's another Saturday where we get to come together, where we get to get better, and we have an opportunity to just grow. All right? Tyler Campbell, I'm on your radio waves, so let's do it how we do it, right? And let's kick it how only we can kick it. All right? No matter the weather, this is where birds of a feather come to flock together. At 12 p.m., at 12 p.m., it's my time to bring you Real Life, Real Talk Nation, the sunshine. And from the north to the south and the east to the west, listen, please do not stress. And the reason being is because you know, listen to me, you know you are blessed. It's your hostess with the most is Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks, Mr. Real Life, Real Talk himself. And I am live and wild on your radio dial with a smile on my face. Yeah, mm-hmm. Energy. To waste. Yes, that's right. And if you're looking for inspiration, unity, and community, then watch this, ladies and gentlemen. Watch this. It is guaranteed that you are in the right place. And so you already know. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. What? So we can grow. Oh, man. It's your host, it's Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks. Another Saturday for Real Life, Real Talk. I love y'all and I respect y'all. Listen, sending your text messages at 512 337 3776. This is the Horn Radio Station, 104.9 FM, where we are live. We are local, and you better believe we are digital. Let your boy know how you're doing, how you're feeling, where you're tuning in from, what you think of the show, anything of the sun. You can catch me at the email, Tyler at tcspeakswithans.com. Visit IamTylerCampbell.com. And, uh, yeah, yo, check out all those things. Y'all know me. You got the best-selling biography at Amazon bestseller, The Ball That Came Out, Life on the Other Side of the Field. You can check me there. A Campbell Never Quits podcast, five episodes telling my life story. Yo, check it out on Apple. Check it out on Spotify. We are all over the place. All right, we can talk about real life, real talk. You can catch me on WebMD where I have my own personal written blog that comes out once a year at I mean once a quarter at WebMD where I'm always giving out inspiration listen y'all I walk it like I talk it as best as I can and thank the Lord up above to be able to have the opportunity to do so all right so a busy week yo we'll recap a lot of those things plus where I was last week and why you didn't hear my radio my voice over the radio waves last week we'll get into it um but what I want to what I want to say first and foremost is, you know, with recapping this week, man, listen, I always say it, man. If you build it, they will come, all right? Special shout-out to Pro Player Foundation, all right, the family that embraced me when I was in college at San Diego State University. We, we, we built, to jointly, we built um, a program, an initiative called Educate, Elevate, and Collaborate, all right? A multiple sclerosis initiative. Those of y'all who are tuning in for the first time, yes, I am a patient who lived with multiple sclerosis. I still live with it to this day. First person blessed to be able to play Division I college football with the disease and have lived a life of patient advocacy with the utilization of sports along my side ever since. All right. So we've taken things to another level Um, over the course of two years have been giving educational panels for MS patients, their families and and helping give people access to resources, direction, uh, questions that need to be answered panels where I bring neurologists together with patients and we just go in, right, and we talk about things. Uh, Been blessed to do this in Austin and and Houston, and now we're taking it out of state to the state of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Well, we're coming to Minnesota, right? If you got any Vikings fans out there, yo, stand up. Any Timberwolves fans, stand up. Any of the hockey fans out there, stand up. Um, Blessed to be able to take a panel, educational panel for MS, out to Minnesota in the month of October, and this is a big deal, man. If you build it, you will. it will come. What I'm telling people is the things I talk about, the things I live by, just kind of staying consistent with it, right? Just kind of speaking some things into the atmosphere about what you want to do and where you want to go. It is so important because it gives way for life to start working for you, and we'll talk about that and let that marinate on your cerebrum upcoming. Uh, but this has been a dream for some years now. Like, how can we get with the NFL? How can we utilize NFL caliber resources as a means of 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 of, of bringing the MS community 
together. And so I want y'all to lift me up, man. I want y'all to keep keep what this initiative in mind because we're going to Minnesota, and what we're trying to do now is we're trying to utilize the Minnesota Viking facility as a means of giving a panel for the MS patients in the Minnesota Viking facility. And y'all know I got a heart for the Vikings. I'm a Cowboys fan, but my boy Kevin O'Connell, my college quarterback for a couple of years at San Diego State University, is the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. So it's like, hey, KO, what do you know? And um. And obviously, the Pro Player Foundation has deep roots in Minnesota. Uh, shout out to shout out to Mary out there. Shout out to whole every Bob, everybody from the Minnesota Viking family. And uh, hopefully, we will have a, a chance to do an educational panel for MS patients at the Minnesota Viking facility, and then also be able to give them a tour of the facility. Like, can you imagine getting educated about MS, right? Getting your questions answered, right? With neurologists and all these individuals also getting a tour of an NFL facility. Yo, we got to go bigger. We got to go broader. If you dream of it, an opportunity will come. So that is in review. And hopefully, man, hopefully, we come to Minnesota no matter what, but hopefully we can make that thing sweeter. And so that's why I, I say those things. That's why you hear me talking about writing your things down, writing about your goals, speaking to them, speaking them out in the atmosphere, talking to other people about them, because that is the beginning of how things get ordered in your steps and how you get directionally placed in uh, into an atmosphere where you can make things happen. Man, I'm thinking big. And, you know, if we get that, then we can start going to Vegas, right? We can start going to Miami, right? We can start going to Dallas. We can start utilizing the NFL. Oh, man, y'all stay with me. Stay with me. I get excited as a means and a way to educate people about MS. Now, let's keep on rolling down the path. So a recap of this week, right? Your boy's been on the speaking circuit. Those of you who don't know, man, I'm an inspirational speaker by trade, traveling the country, delivering messages of inspiring hope and prosperity. And so a lot of times with my schedule, I tend to to step away from the adults over the summertime and focus more on kids during summer camp, right? Because I believe in the summertime, it being a fun time, right? It being the time of hope. It being the type of the time of love. And so I always try to find avenues to speak to the youth um, before getting revved back up and being in the business of corporate offices and, and places like that. So this has been an absolute joy. Um, and, and for the last couple of weeks, I've been traveling on the circuit with a camp called Wild Week. So we've been in West Texas, above Waco. We've been, even been in Huntsville, uh, Texas, man. We've gone different places, and I've had the opportunity to share with, I think the last place we had, we had like over 600 kids. The place before we had 400. The place before that we had five, like tons and tons of kids. And so what I want to encourage uh, people is, yo, as you're doing what you're doing, don't forget to have a space to come back and speak to the youth. Okay, this is very important, especially in the time of, of AI and artificial intelligence and all these other things that are taking place in the country. I think a lot of times our youth are getting overlooked. And I want to challenge people to find avenues within their workspace, within their job field, within their their everyday life. How do you figure out avenues to speak back into the lives of our youth because they are the future leaders of this country? So how do you do it? Do you do it through your children? Right. Do you do it through sporting events and avenues? How do you give back? Because it is so incredibly important. And the reason being is because our youth need the direction more than ever in life. They've been through pandemics, right? They, they've lived through a lot of brokenness and challenges and infrastructure changes that have taken place deeply within our country, right? And we're going to get into the challenges of sports that they face further down the road because, man, this is important. It goes back to a lot of the things that I want to talk about um, in the future. But what I got from the kids and what I want to tell people and instruct people on is this. When you're speaking to the youth, don't be afraid to give them your pain. Let that sit for a second. A lot of times while people can't connect with our youth is because they speak over them, they speak under them, and they don't give them the full and authentic truth of giving them your pain. Our babies have seen more than what you think that they have seen because of what they have on a phone device, right? What they are exposed to, which is more than what I was exposed to in my childhood. And those of you who are listening in adults, it is yours. They know so much. They have seen so much. News has a hold of them. Social media has a hold of them. And so the way that you connect with them is you give them your truth. And with that truth, you give them the hope, you give them the prosperity, you give them where you've overcome, you give them uh, the things that you that you have, the, the successes that you have. But a lot of times people overlook the fact that you you neglect to give them your pain. 
And a lot of that has to do with because you haven't worked on yourself where you haven't dealt with those painful moments of your life. Therefore, you can't talk with truth and authenticity to another person. And we gloss over those things. And then you miss out on the connection opportunity. When you give people your pain and when you stand up 10 toes down and this is who I am and this is what I have been through and this is what I've gone through and yet I'm still here to stand, that's the message that registers with people because then they see your heart. Then they know you're not coming to them with your own set of agenda. You're coming to them hoping that you learn from your, they learn from your mistake. And then when they learn from your mistake, it helps them overlook or, or not overlook, but jump over rather or hurdle those same pitfalls in their own personal life. And last time I checked, yo, that is what this life is about. It's about somebody not making the same mistakes you made. And so when people don't want to talk to the youth, when they feel like the youth are disconnected, when they feel like they can't relate to the youth, it's because you're trying to do something else, but give them the true and authentic you. And these kids are so educated, they're so smart, they're so character savvy, where they can genuinely tell if somebody is talking to them because they are invested in them or because they want something out of them or because they're trying to do something that makes them feel good. And I don't want that to be you, beloved. So what you need to do is focus on how you're going to give back within the community that you serve. And I'm telling you, you can't give back in full authenticity unless you've dealt with the pain in your own personal life. And when you've dealt with it and when you understand it, then you're able to give it to somebody else as a means of hope, not to make them feel bad. But, hey, this is what I've been through. Hey, I'm at the same place you are at right now. Hey, I've been there. I know what that's like. I've grown up in that same type of situation. But here I am. I still got the degree. Right. I found the person that I love. I have the kids. I've got the home. I'm still fighting. I'm still living. I'm still thriving. And you can, too, despite what you've come from. Don't be afraid when you talk to our youth. Don't just give them orders. Give them your pain. Give them your hurt and talk to them about how you made it out of that. That's the message that never, ever falls on deaf ears, no matter what generation you are talking about that comes up. When you can say, this is me. This is my pain. This is where I messed up. This is where I went wrong. But also, this is how I made the wrong situation right. This is how I navigated through that thing, and this is where I am now. That message will never, ever get tired, and somebody will appreciate you came to them in spirit and in truth with your message. That's the connection piece. That's all we did at Wild Week. That's what we continue to do, and I encourage those of you who know about it, yo, keep coming, and those of you who don't know, yo, Google Wild Week Summer Camps. Man, they got a fly thing going on, and your boy TC will always be there to support it. I've been there for multiple years, love speaking to the youth, especially during the summertime. And if you got somebody in Minneapolis, Minnesota, let them know Pro Player Foundation, Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks, yo, we coming. Tell Kevin O'Connell, the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, hey, we coming. Love y'all and respect y'all. Catch y'all on the other side of this break. We'll get into the let that marinate on your cerebrum. And I title it this. Even while you're waiting, do not forget your life is still working. Mm. Yeah, let that, <laughs> let that marinate. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. What? So we can grow. I'm taking you back to my childhood, man. Come on. BT, stand up. Yo, those are the sounds of Naughty by Nature. Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks. I'm hype over the microphone, man. Y'all know whenever I get the opportunity, there's so much message. There's so much life that comes out of music, right? And whenever you hear songs, it makes you think back and reflect to the, the moments when you first heard that song, like what that was like. And I just picture myself... Um, yo, BET back in the day used to be channel, I believe it was channel 48 way back in the day, like when you only had like like uh, 60 channels on on cable and, and BET was 48. And so I remember, yeah, Naughty by Nature, 1992, maybe 1993. Man, y'all check me if I'm wrong. Naughty by Nature, Tretch, uh, DJ, I believe it's DJ KG and, and Ben Rock, the trio um, that actually won Grammy Awards for being one of the top artists and, and nominating for numerous awards, like really, really a spirit of hip hop that thrived in the early 90s. And so we're going to be rocking to the sounds of Naughty by Nature this week. Yeah, and for those of y'all who don't know, yo, just go to Apple. Yep, just go to Spotify, download their music, get the clean version, though. 
right? Get the clean version. It's your boy TC talking. You know what I'm saying? I don't want you. I don't want you getting the bad version. You know, I only listen to the clean versions of hip hop. But um, yeah, welcome back, real life, real talk. Nation, stand up. We're going to get into that. Let that marry down your cerebrum. I gave you some hints as to what it was in the previous segment. Um, this is 104.9 The Horn. Singing text messages, 512-337-3776. Y'all know the deal. Tyler at tcspeaks.com is my email. And I am tylercampbell.com is how you can also reach me through the through website. Man, y'all know me. I'm just playing. I'm a big goofball over the radio waves. But, again, what I was telling people is, uh, in this state of artificial intelligence and in this state of, of constant advancement, I always look towards the leadership. Like, what are our leaders of tomorrow going to be like? And during the summertime is when I take a break from the big corporate gigs and speaking with business people and healthcare people and all these other great audiences that I'm thankful to be a part of. And I always make it a point over the summertime to give back to the next generation, whether it be youth camps and all these other things that are taking place in the summertime, where y'all be dropping y'all kids off and saying, hey, I'm done with you, you over here, all right? And then they get a chance to speak with people like myself. And so what I encourage people, number one, is no matter what you do, don't forget to give back to the youth. At some point in time, you have got to get pre- help this younger generation get prepared for leadership because we need them, right? We're not going to live forever. And so while you got it, find ways to get back to the younger generation. And, and if you're concerned about how to do it, you think you're too old. You think you're f- too far out of touch. You feel like you can't relate. Man, that's all garbage. Yo, throw that out the window, bro. That's that's all fear. And the reason being is because life will always speak. Somebody need to write that down. Life will always speak, and your life will speak. Your life is a message. And that's what I tell people. Like, you want to hear me on the microphone? Like, man, my life is my message. I'll speak, I'll speak nothing about what I have seen in life, what, what I've experienced in life, and that's what relates for people in life. And the same is true with our youth. You cannot be afraid to give them your pain. You cannot be afraid to give them where you've messed up. You cannot be afraid to give them where you went wrong and give them that, but also give them the learning curve. Then give them the encouragement. Give them the hope. Give them the how-to, make it through, and you have a message. Because what you have been through, what you have gone through, somebody can relate to that in some way, shape, or form. It might not be the exact, but somebody can relate to being hurt. Somebody can relate to being let down. Somebody can be can relate to being told one thing and somebody else does another. Somebody can relate to giving it your all at something and then coming up short. Somebody can relate to an illness, right? Those are the things that are in your own personal life, right, that you have been through, that you, you, you know um, how to speak about that, and they will listen. All right, so stop putting the wall up saying you can't relate to the next generation. You can. I just want you to come from a truthful place. If you can't come from a truthful place, kids going to screw you up and spit you out. That is what it will be. But if you come from a truthful place, bro, you got them. Give them your pain, but then give them how to make it through. And then give them hope as to what happens after you make it through. That's your message, all right? Now, let this man on your cerebral. This is Mr. T.C. Speaks, Tyler Campbell. I want somebody to know this, all right? Even while you are waiting... Because a lot of us are waiting. Bro, a lot of us are being patient. A lot of us are still waiting for our number to get called. I want you to know this. While you are waiting, life is still working. Write that down. That's my hope for us. All right, some of us are in some tight situations. Some of us are, are trying to get set free. We are completely stuck. Man, we in quicksand. Feel like we just keep on sinking every single day. We trying to get out. Understand this. While you're waiting, while you feel like you're stuck, your life is working. And it is working in a way where something is coming your direction. Now, the, the key to all of this is when you're stuck, you can't look at every single thing or every single person as the opportunity for your Savior to get you out of the sticky situation that you are in. That's not what this is. Okay, because then when you start looking at people like that, like, oh, he's coming to help me. Oh, this lady, oh, I'm supposed to help them because I'm going to get something. When you're doing that, you're robbing yourself in a major way. But more importantly, you're robbing the person who is before you. You putting all of your worries, all of your fears on somebody else. And that's not even what they come in your direction for. See, the challenge is to allow life to open up the doors. You got to start looking at people as just being your full, authentic self, your servant self for other people. 
Don't expect that other individuals to be your savior because then we putting all this unwanted stress, all this other stuff on other people, and they don't even know it. Bro, they just coming to you to try to just have a conversation, but you looking at them to be something that they're not. So we don't want to do that. And then you miss the opportunity to just meet some good people in your life. Sometimes it may not be somebody sent to get you up out of your conversation. It may just be somebody sent your direction. So maybe you can either be the blessing to them or perhaps they just may be somebody sent your way to put a smile on your face for a second. Because the ability to not stress for about 30 minutes will pay dividends for your health. All right, so don't always see a person as an avenue to get you out. That's operating from a level of selfishness. Then you might miss that somebody is coming your direction because they're going to be a great friend for you for the rest of your lifetime. But you're looking at them like, oh, my God, this could be the breakthrough. This person is going to offer me that job because I see on their car window that they work somewhere else. Or, or you see their name tag because they have a job somewhere else. You're like, oh, my gosh, this is my breakthrough. This is my chance. And you might very well miss it. And you're putting pressure on a person that's not coming your life for even that specific uh, reason. Yeah, it might just be coming your direction to put, to put a smile on your face, right? To give you a message of hope. Don't see every person as an opportunity, right? An opportunity to come up. Just see people as a, as a genuine message of hope. Just see somebody coming into your play, into your into your, your space for an expression of a level of love. Yo, life is working for you. Don't fret. If you can continue to be you and not put excess weight on other people to be something that they're not, life will continue to open up the doors. You're negating what life is going to do for you behind closed doors. It might just be meant that somebody is coming to offer you some words of encouragement. Not to be the savior, but just, just to offer some words of encouragement over your life. And, bro, you're missing it because you got your own agenda. Because you're looking for the six-figure job. Because you're looking for the scholarship. Right? Because you're looking for the next job opportunity. You missed out on a good friend because you came on it with your own agenda. And because they weren't offering those things that you wanted, you missed out on meeting the wife that you've been desperately looking for. Hmm. Yep, you missed out on the husband that you've been waiting on because you, you were looking for something else monetary. Hmm. You missed out on the mentor in your life to help guide you and strategically help place you and, and, and keep you focused in life because, yeah, you were looking for something else. It's not always going to be the way that you envisioned it. And if you can just get comfortable in waking up, putting 10 toes down, just looking at yourself and say, whatever is in front of me right now, yo, I'm going to handle it with the best of my ability. And when you live life that way, Doors of opportunity come your direction because life sees where you're working at and what you are working with. And that's what we need to get back to. Just being back to your genuine whole self and letting life work some things out for you because it is. A lot of times we stop life working because we got to put our own agenda at the forefront. All right. Don't go through and putting the break, expecting to put the breakthrough on every single person. All right, because large time, nine times out of 10, I want to tell people, yo, your breakthrough in life, your breakthrough, that thing that gets you out of that rut, that thing that picks you up and places your feet on solid ground like that thing is going to come to you in a way that you never expected. Because most of the time in life, that is our narrative. The blessing comes in ways that we don't expect. And the reason being, it can't come in the way that we expect, because if it comes that direction in that way, a lot of times we won't savor it. We won't appreciate it in the manner that it needs to be appreciated in. Like, have you ever been in that situation where, like, you're not even looking for the help, like, you're just hoping, and, like, something comes your, your direction that you don't even see coming, and it comes, and because it hits you in the way that you weren't expecting it, bro, it blew, it blew your socks off, but guess what? You appreciate it. You appreciate it that that's actually the way that life could work its way out for you and get you through and to a better opportunity in life. That's why you got to be open. That's why you can't always be looking and searching and, and, and looking for it to work out this way. And then that way when the door closes and it doesn't work out, we get crushed because it didn't work out the way that we wanted it to. And then we can't get back up. 
That's why you just got to maneuver through life and do the very best you can with what you have. Because then when it gets sent in the manner that you didn't dream it up, you're like, oh, my God, I never would have thought that. So then if it came this way, it must be meant for me. It must be promised for me. And if it was promised for me, I'm going to take this opportunity. I'm going to blow the doors off of it. Yeah. Yeah. You appreciate it in a different way because it came in the way that you didn't dream it up. Mm. I love it. All right, so write that down. Even while you are waiting, do not forget. Even when you feel like you're stuck, even when it feels like you're not moving forward, even while you're waiting, don't forget that in this sticky situation that you are in, while you're in a rut, life is still working some things out behind the scenes for you. It's still working some stuff out for you. All right, just keep pressing. If you can't do nothing, my grandma used to say, If you can't do nothing else, son, just stand. If you can't do nothing else, just stand. Let life take care of the rest. Just keep coming with your best, and life will take care of the rest. All right, I'll catch you all on the other side of this break. We're going to talk more about get your house in order. Mm. Yeah, we're going to talk more about get your house in order. Got three principles. We got two more segments. Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks, Real Life, Real Talk Nation, 104.9 The Horn. Love y'all, respect y'all. Let's go so we can grow. Catch you all on the other side of this break. Here we go. Now, Holly, if you feel me flow. Oh, let's go. Hey, Naughty by Nature, let's go. We rock into one of the great trios of rap and hip-hop groups going through the early 90s, all right? Coming from New Jersey. Love it. Look up Naughty by Nature, Grammy Award winning, winning rap group. Uh, Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks. Real life, real talk. Stand up. And y'all know I always got to have message in my music. And so, hey, shout out to BET. The first thing I ever recognized that allowed me to to see uh, rap and hip-hop from Naughty by Nature, which is the group that has always given us our music, taking it back to my childhood. Uh, Man, shout out to everybody for tuning in, sending your text messages, 512-337-3776-104.9 The Horn. We live, we local, we digital. It's your man Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks. We've been talking about, you know, the power of youth and and how we got to make sure that we take time for them and how we start working with the next generation because they will be our leadership of tomorrow. They will be the leaders of this country. While you got breath, while you got energy, while you got fight, find out avenues in which your company, right, in which your league, in which your profession finds ways to give back to the next generation. And for that, let that man on your cerebrum. We talked about even while you are waiting, life, don't forget that life is still working. So we always feel like we're stagnant. We always feel like we're we're not working. We're not moving. We're not progressing. That's what I'm saying. We're not progressing. Meanwhile, while we feel like we're stuck, yo, life is putting together a whole nother narrative that you can't see yet. Right. Life is gathering some people to come your direction. Life is gathering, putting together the job. Life is shaping and molding that that spouse. Right. Life is putting those kids, uh, marinating those kids that are about to come into your life. Putting together a project, putting together a community, putting together a job for you. But you can't see it yet. And so the challenge is in that moment of waiting, what do you discover about yourself? What do you learn about who you are as an individual, right? What are some things that you need to get corrected? What are some things that need to be eliminated? What are some things that need to be downsized in our lives? Because the breakthrough is only a matter of time and we can't force it on people, right? It's going to come in a direction that we aren't looking for. And uh, just don't, don't forget that while you're in your toughest of times and you feel like you're standing still, life isn't. Life is putting together a picture perfect situation for you. It just hasn't made its way there yet. And so in the meantime, what type of person do you create for yourself, that person in the mirror? What type of person do you create while you're waiting? And it can be something amazing, and that's what you got to focus on. So that way when it comes, yo, when the blessing comes, when the – when the opportunity comes, when the when the job comes, when the marriage comes, when the spouse comes, when the when the relationship comes, bro, you ready? And that's what I want to get people ready for right now. All right, so now here we go into the messaging. Here we go into the messaging. We got to move with some quickness. We got to move with some speediness. We got to move with some hey. 
least. All right, so here we go. Here we go. If you ain't having fun, what you doing it for? Get your house in order is the title of the message. Get your house in order. And I feel like I got to speak over this largely because of, you know, going back to my child, my my oldest son. I've got three children uh, on the ground. I got one in the oven. My wife has, has one that's coming. I think she's about 13 weeks now, 12, 13 weeks now. So we have another one coming. So, you know, growing up, young parent, got kids, and, of course, uh, when your child is involved with sports, you're 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 you you have the opportunity to travel and you get yourself around different people from different geographic areas. And of course, in those ge- different geographic ma- areas, that means different coaching styles, right? Different different conversations, right? Uh, different values, different character um, uh, engagements that you hear from. And so, my son was in uh, the regional track meet for USA Track and Field. For the state of Texas, right? That that includes everybody from Dallas. That includes everybody from West Texas, South Region. Everybody they come to Dallas, for, excuse me, Fort Worth area, and we run we run track meets. And whoever's in the top eight from that each meet moves on, right, to USA Track and Field National Junior Olympics. So it's it's kind of hard, right? It's it's a level that's more difficult to make it through. Um, and so we're there, uh, my son. Congratulations to his four by four hundred meter team. They make it through. But I was listening to conversations of other teams that coaches were having with their families and coaches were having with other children. And and I got to tell y'all, man, it, it really disturbed me um, how how leadership was handling the children. And I heard a lot of talking. But in athletics, a lot of days, I feel like I hear and see less teaching. Write that down. Because I feel like, and, and, and a lot of times when people are giving levels of leadership, they do a lot of talking, but there's less teaching. And I think about a lot of times when I was growing up, how a coach would be. A coach's responsibility was all about, uh, and this is how athletics have changed, it used to be more about the life lessons, right? The character, the values, and the life principles that you could instill in a kid, regardless of if that kid went on to be a world-class athlete, a high school athlete, a, a college person, or whether they just ended up being just a regular person in terms of, uh, non-athletics, just a regular student. There were principles that older coaches recognized that they could give a kid that would change him or her for the rest of their life for the better. Getting knocked down, getting back up. How about this? Learning how to lose. Oh, my gosh. My dad used to always tell me, bruh, Tyler, quit. You got to learn how to lose so you can appreciate how what it looks like to win. If you don't learn how to lose, when you win, it's just going to be something that rolls off your back. You're not going to get it. But if you learn how to lose, if you learn to reevaluate yourself, learn how to study film, learn how to take things step by step and break yourself down so that you can be built back up. If you know how to do those things, you will be a champion. Oh, hear me. You will be a champion in life. And a lot of things of what I've heard from coaches is people telling the kids what to do, but ain't nobody teaching the kids what to do. And they are totally different things. Totally different things. And so what ends up happening is the kids suffer. And everything seems to be attached to a podium. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm hearing the, the conversations, and it seems to all be about first, second, or third place. You got to get some hardware to be somebody who is successful. If you don't get no hardware at the meet, yo, it was a loss. It was a wash. And I'm looking at kids walk back and forth to their track and field groups, and kids are walking with their head down. I'm looking at these babies and they walking with their heads down because they didn't receive a medal so that competing against some of the top runners in the state of Texas because you didn't get a medal today was a complete wash. And it couldn't be further from the truth because the reality is, bro, you are up against some of the top talent across Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, across this great state, and you here. You made it here to compete. And I'm looking at the babies like, bro, you are a winner. My son, you are a winner. The daughters, you are a winner because of where you are. And I'm like, where are the coaches instilling the message? And then us as parents, we're going along with it because we just think this ultimate competitive environment, yo, this is how it is and how it's supposed to be. And I'm telling you this because you're seeing how the business of athletics is trickling down to our babies. And a lot of them are walking down with their heads down, not knowing that they are still some of the best of the best, regardless of how they finish, regardless of what place they came in. And so I'm asking you, if you are in the home and your kids are out here competing, You've got to bring love back into that home. 
You've got to bring teaching back into the home because a lot of times the teaching is not getting getting rained on our kids. It's just talking. And then it's expected that they are supposed to have hardware to prove that they have had a success. To make it out of district, you know, to make it out of the to make it to the regionals, that is a feat that should be celebrated in and of itself. That's powerful. Or, or hearing people look at times and they're and they're saying, man, maybe not the Junior Olympics for 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 you all, because because we're not gonna walk away with something. Like hearing people talk, hearing coaches actually say things like that from other track clubs, yo, it was heartbreaking. Because I watch my son compete, and I always go to the visitors, like the opposite side of where we sit. Because I like to cheer for him. Uh, my wife cheers for him on the home stretch, right by the finish line. I cheer for him in the opposite side. And it gives me a chance to, like, be around other teams, people that aren't a part of our team. And I hear it, and I hear these words from coaches, and my heart just cringes. And then we wonder why kids are in the transfer portal immediately. Because they got attached to medals. They got attached to rewards. And then they get in a situation of, of athletics or they get in situations of life where their name isn't called, where their jersey isn't called, where they don't get the promotion. And then they just want to leave. When adversity hits, they crumble because they've never been in a situation where they didn't get the reward. Bro, when you got babies who are there and they are working and they don't get the hardware, they have learned not necessarily, I don't want to call it a loss because they're still out there competing, but they've learned how to do it without a reward attached to it. Those are the kids you you fight for. Bro, you go hard for because they still coming out here to practices, killing it. They still coming to the meets. They still showing up and they didn't get nothing. Oh, my gosh. My goodness. I, I, could, I could not believe it. I could not believe it. And so the challenge that I want to raise for adults is um, be aware when you're getting your kids around adults. Pay attention to the, the, the coaches and, and listen with your keen ear. Are they talking to kids or are they teaching kids? And, beloved, if they're not teaching, you got to step up and you got to care for your kids. You got to watch out for your kids. You can't get caught up in the hustle and bustle of competitions and winning medals and everything. What is my kid about to get by being with you? Will you teach them? Will you get them on a progressive state? Will you keep their heads lifted? Or are you going to be the one that's going to downcast them because they didn't walk away with a trophy? So everything is a wash. Those are the things that we got to start looking for, and the way that I'm that we can do it is by parents protecting it. And that's why I'm telling people, yo, get your house in order. Put some love in your house. Put some encouragement in your son or your daughter. Put some, put some wrap in the arms on them, constant uplift them, and stop breaking them down. Start lifting them up and encouraging them because if you don't do it, man, hey, coach, yep, teacher, yep, they might not do it. They might not do it. Because it's not in the business of athletics. So you got to choose wisely. Don't go with the crowd. Yeah, get your house in order and listen for the teaching and run away from the talking. All right? So that's principle number one. Principle number one. That's, that's what we got to have on that. And on the other side of this break, we will come back with two other principles that will close this thing out strong. I'm telling y'all, man, being in the business of athletics, yo, it, 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 uh, seeing, the, seeing the business of athletics, it is crazy. Even out the out the uh, out out of watching young people compete, our teenagers, our young ones, our nine year olds, our ten year olds, watching them compete, and then we act like we are surprised when we see how things result in our athletics as they get older, i.e. the transfer portal, i.e. free agents, all these other things. Man, it makes you hurt in your stomach and in your core because you see that a lot of this stuff didn't get started by the NCAA. It didn't get started with NIL. It got started in youth athletics. And when those other things came into play, yo, it got further magnified. All right? So you got to get your house in order, and you got to pay close attention to your children. All right, I love y'all, and I respect y'all. Catch y'all on the other side of this break. We got two other principles. Get your house in order. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow.
Well, won't you jamboree for me? Yes, indeed. Jam on it. Oh, oh, let's go. Come on. Come back to the 90s with me, baby. Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks. Forgive me. I'm rocking out to my my group of my childhood, Naughty by Nature, the treacherous, treacherous trio by the name of Naughty by Nature coming from the east coast of New Jersey, if I'm not mistaken. You got Tretch. You got Ben Rock. You got DJ, uh, DJ KG. All of that. Childhood. Loving it. Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Miss TC Speaks. This is the 104.9 on the horn. Sending your text messages. 512-337-3776. I titled this message, Get Your House in Order. And it came from, you know, kind of what I what I witnessed uh, from my son, 10-year-old Messiah, uh, my wife, our other two children, Cheyenne Sage. We out there supporting our, our child who's chasing his dream or his goal, right, to make it to a USA track and field junior Olympics that are held in Eugene, Oregon at Oregon university. Right. And so, uh, you know, shout out to you, Messiah. I give my son homage and credit. Uh, he and his relay team, they have worked extremely hard. They run the four by 400. Uh, my son didn't make it individually for the 400, uh, but they did make it four by four, like teamwork makes the dream work. Right. And, um, kudos to them. Like, I asked my son, yo, son, do you want to go to United States track and field, USA track and field in Oregon, or do you want to go to AAU track and field in Des Moines, Iowa? And my son was like, man, we want to go to USATF. Like, I want to go see Oregon. And I was like, yo, bet. If that's what you want, you can't do both. Yo, you got to make a decision. And so a lot of what I saw um, out there at regionals, because it was such a competitive environment, right, because it was a track meet that led to the Junior Olympics, I saw more children with their heads down than I wanted to see. I heard some of the some of the most disturbing conversations out of parents and out of coaches, you know, because because their kids didn't make the top eight in the event. So therefore they couldn't advance. Right. And so it, it really just caught me because I was like, man, what are we out here doing? Um, and then I, I would hear coaches doing a lot of talking, but they weren't doing any teaching. Right? It was just more so talking at kids, going through the motion type of stuff. Dude, but they're not teaching kids as to why. If you're coming off of a loss or the, or the meat doesn't work out the way that they wanted it to, um, nobody's teaching the kids what went wrong. They're just talking to them. And so there's a difference between talking and teaching. And so in this segment, I just want to remind people, yo, be wise about who you put your children around. And, and don't go chasing teams with championships. Go, go chasing teams where teaching is actually taking place because we're getting to a place now where if the hardware isn't choose, or if the hardware wasn't given, if there's no reward attached to it, if there's no first, second, or third medal, it's, it's a failure. And our babies grow up with more pressure on their shoulders uh, uh, waiting to just bust their pipes. And we're talking about 9 years old, 10 years old, 13-year-old, dealing with this type of pressure in-house. And it's the business of athletics that, that normally would take place in college and professional, but now we're seeing it in elementary school. We wonder why the transfer portal is the way that it is, right? This stuff didn't just start with the NCAA, man. It, it starts a lot with what's going on in our community. And so as my parents, I'm asking you to drop in. And then principle number two is this. Do they love it? You got to ask your kid, whatever they're involved with, like, is it, do they really love what they're doing? Or are you trying to live through your kids? Like, do they love what they do? They love playing the instrument, or are you forcing it on them because you didn't make first chair when you were going through high school? You, like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, do do they really love being out here running, or are you trying to live the dream through them because, hey, yo, it didn't like you pulled hamstrings, or like you hurt your knees, or like you didn't get the scholarship, like it, it didn't work out the way that you so you're pushing them so incredibly hard. So you really have to be in tune and know your child, and you have to be involved. Say that secondly. Yo, athletics, coaching, mentorship is not necessarily about you dropping your kids off and saying, here you go. I think Jerry West said this best, man. I equate a lot of it to coaching and kids. Jerry West said earlier in the week, he said, I hear people talking about dogs, but, man, when I played basketball, I was a wolf. I ate dogs. And a lot of our babies, a lot of our babies, we send them to practice and they getting eaten by wolves. Our babies got incredible opportunity, but we sending them to the person that got the championships, that got all this other stuff, and, and they're getting eaten alive because they're not getting taught anything. And then on top of that, it's not even their love. We got our babies doing things that, that they don't even enjoy doing. 
And if your child don't enjoy doing what it is that you are forcing them to do, they are going to experience burnout, more than likely hatred for what they do, and then that ruffles your relationship. And then we get older and we wonder why we're not tight with our kids. It's because our kids are still disturbed by how they were treated in their youthful adolescence when they get older. Because we are living dreams through them. And so you have to watch out with this business of athletics, bro. You got to watch completely out about who you are sending your kids to. And then on top of that, you got to ask your kids, yo, is this genuinely what you want to do? Like, do you love this? And then watch this. You got to move yourself out to the side because the answer that they give may not be what you wanted to hear, but it's not your life. You are the adult. You've already lived the life that you live. Stop trying to live it through them and forcing them. My son looked at me. He's like, man, we're going. Now, I know the times. I know they relay times. I'm like, man, if you want to go to Oregon, bro, I'm all about it. Because I know that if you get to Oregon, you get an experience of a lifetime. You can see the University of Oregon, right? You can hear these stories about Nike. You can see Olympic athletes with your own eyes. Your mind can be blown and it can dream. As far as I'm concerned, you're already a champion in my eyes because you made it to Junior Olympics regardless of what happens out there. You are a hero. Son, you are amazing because you, you've made it that far. You've already won the, won the race as far as I'm concerned. Regardless of how you finish, you are a champion. But some people out there would tell other kids that, man, we don't even need to be here because you're not going to walk away with the medal stand if you go that far. I'm like, what are we talking about out here? What are we teaching our babies? That because they're not getting an award, they shouldn't go? Mind you, even if you do go and you don't get an award, you get the opportunity to compete against some of the best in the world. And competition only makes you better as long as there is love that's there for you when you come off of the field, when you come off of the court, when you come off of the track within your home and the house that you get. Because our babies are getting more than just a race. They're getting more than just a game. They're getting the opportunity of a lifetime to be exposed to something. My dad would always tell me, and he told me this again last week, and somebody needs to know this. My dad said because they grew up poor, if, if they had the opportunity to just see a college campus, he always wondered like what his mindset would have been like, like growing up what his dream would have like looked like, what his belief in himself would have looked like, what he could have become even more than what he eventually became if he had been exposed to something. Y'all, if you have the opportunity to expose your children to something, regardless of the outcome that athletics brings them, if you get the chance to expose something new to your child, you have no idea what that will manifest in, in the world for them as they get older. If I can't expect my child to go to college if I don't expose it to them, if I, don't, if I don't take the opportunity to send them there, and then it becomes less about what got them, it becomes less about the sport in a heartbeat. I'm championing you because of the work that you've done, and I'm listening to these other track teams talk, and I'm like, yo, what are we doing? What are we trying to brainwash our children? Why are we trying to treat them this way? And if you aren't careful with your house in order, your children will suffer. I'm not telling you to scare you from athletics, but I'm telling you because people are living through children and it's wrong. Make sure your house is right. Make sure you are involved and make sure your children love what they are doing. And you better tell them, man, you can't win unless you learn how to lose first. Write that down. Principle number three. The championship is in the progression. The championship is not in the result of the hardware. The real championship is in the progression of the child. The steps of hard work that they learn along the way. That's where the real championship is built. That's where the real honor has to come towards your child before hardware even comes. Because, hey, it may not come. But doggone it, if I can reward and appreciate or get a person who appreciates working for what they want, they are championing themselves for the rest of their life. When you can work without getting attached to an award, you are a hero. Doggone it, you a superhero. Because when people don't get noticed, they want to jump ship. When people don't get accolades, they start giving less of an effort. When people don't get in first, you start to see who they really are on the inside. Especially the ones who used to win and doggone it all the time. 
And I'll never forget being in college and we losing at San Diego State. Bro, we not winning games. And I'm trying to figure out in my lifetime, in my mind, like why cats are cutting class. I'm trying to figure out why people ain't giving effort in practice. And it's because, yo, we not winning. We not getting championships. People are used to getting championships and now it's not working out the way that they wanted or what they've had all their life. And now they're not giving it they all. And I'm saying it's because of principle number two, they didn't love what they were doing in the first place. Champion a kid for the work that they putting in. Don't come to champion them when they get the gold, when they get the silver, when they get the bronze. Yo, champion them before any of that ever takes place. Because when you got a child who works, when you got children who will put they all into something and keep showing up, that right there is your champion. That right there is your hero. That right there is your next secretary of state. That right there is your next doctor. That's your, your, next, in, your next healer of cancer. That right there is the next great scientist that's out there. The people who can work and sustain when nobody notices. That's your doggone champion. If you get the hardware, it's cool. I love it. I just want to make sure that you are championing everything else that comes along with it. And if they don't get the hardware, that doesn't mean it's not successful. And don't you dare stop robbing our kids of the opportunity to experience something that could change the rest of their life because they're not the elite of the elite. Don't you rob our babies like that. You start doing stuff like that, it will hurt you. It will scorn you in the doggone future. You play with these kids like that, it's going to come back tenfold. And as a parent, I'm encouraging every single one of you because I work with the youth all this summer, and I saw what I saw over there from other track clubs all across this state where our kids are being hurt and our parents don't know nothing or they just go along with it because you don't know no better. Who are you and how do you run your household? What are your principles and values that you expect your children to know? And will you stay involved with them? Our babies need you. Because if you're out there, you're taking them and you're feeding them to the wolves. You're feeding them to the wolves, and don't you dare let that happen because our babies deserve that much more. Get your house in order. Principle number one, I hear you talking, but are you teaching? Principle number two, does your child even love it? And are you involved? And principle number three, yo, the championship is not in the hardware. The championship is in progression. You see progression, doggone it, you champion those children and you do whatever it takes to expose them to something new. Because if you expose them to something new, dreams begin to get ignited and lives begin to get lives begin to get changed. It's bigger than the sports, ladies and gentlemen. Don't get attached to these rewards. These rewards. All right, Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks, man. I love y'all. I respect y'all. I'll catch y'all next week. Same time, same place. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen.